to IP over coffee, your weekly coffee break where you will learn about the fun part of intellectual property rights. I'm Alena Kapachova and I am Maria Gomez and we are the host of the podcast. In this coffee break, we will provide you with some tips and tricks about intellectual property rights on top of interesting legal cases. Grab your coffee, tea or drink of preference and let's start. Hello, Elena. Welcome to IP Over Coffee, everyone. How are you, Elena? I'm very well today, and you? Very good. I'm very excited about this uh, first patent case we're going to have today. Exactly. It's kind of introduction to patent world today for everyone. Yes, because um, patent law is a bit complicated. So, so we start with a very funny, interesting case. Yes. Actually connected to Apple, to the very well... They say that's the most famous brand in the world. Yeah. And the, the case will be about the very first iPhone. Yes. So there was this uh, iPhone presentation. Well, Apple... Actually, at the time, it was not called Apple. was... Uh, How did it? Uh, Macintosh. Oh, was, I see. Yeah, it was Macintosh initially, and in this co- first conference, uh, where they presented the iPhone um, in Mac World San Francisco 2007, is when they changed the name. Actually, oh, I see. So that that case is almost uh, 14 years old. Yes, because we're in 2021 <laughs> already. 2021. Yes. So, but before starting jumping into the case, uh, we want to actually discuss what patent is. Yeah, very basic. So a patent is an exclusive right uh, that grants protection for inventions. This is very important to mention because uh, patenting or uh, granting a patent, I have a patent, we hear that a lot and people refer that to the entire world of intellectual property. Yes, I hear that a lot when they say like, oh, I like this moto, for example. Or the photo is patented. Or or, yeah, yeah. when they say, oh, my logo, I want to patent my logo. It's like, no. You patent inventions. Yes, so inventions is something related to the technical field. Yes. So what are the three requirements of patents to be able to be protected? So what are the three requirements for inventions to be protected under under patent law? Yeah, as invention, we said it could be products or processes, is something, some technical solution to something. Uh, is a new way of doing that. And from that, we have three main requirements. Actually, they applicable everywhere in the world. Yes. So the names of the requirements may change if you are looking European patent law or if you're looking for United States patent law. But But in essence, they are the same. They're the same. Novelty would be the first one. Inventive step and industrial application. Novelty is... Yeah, as we see here that it's something new. Of course, if you want to obtain a patent, it means that you created something new. Yeah, and it happens many times that you think that what you have created is new and amazing and radical and and then and then you found out that someone else was working at the same time on yeah. that idea. Or even before, for example, that's very interesting, the menstrual cup. I'm sorry for 
some people who might not like this topic, but menstrual cup was invented and patented mm -hmm. very long ago. Really? And we are just using it nowadays. Is it still patent is still in valid? No, in place? it's not. It's actually very oh. old and we can make an episode about that's this very thing. interesting. Yes, that's it's actually important to mention. Patent is a exclusive right, limited in time. Yes. Usually you you get an exclusive right to use your patent within 20 years old, mm -hmm. with some exceptions that you can uh, prolong for some medical stuff. I yes, think, there yeah. are exceptions that are very specific. But usually it's some exclusivities that you can um, you can use your invention and uh, forbid other people to use, use it. it. Yeah. But that in exchange for that, you you disclose your invention. You actually say what is that. Yes, you publish it. Yeah. Well, not you, the patent office. And it's very yeah. important to understand that patents are uh, limited to a territory. So yeah. uh, you have a patent right in United States or in um, Morocco or in Japan, not worldwide. You need to apply one by one. There are different ways to apply for several jurisdictions at the same time. We will not discuss this, but we'll have more information in notes of the podcast on ipovercoffee.com if you want to know more. Um, but it's very important to know that there are um, national rights. Yes, so they're limited to countries. So you can actually have not just one patent, but many ones. Okay, so we <laughs> were talking... Uh, I will just, uh, say, just um, uh, tell the, that uh, the different other criteria to get the um, That's invention. what I wanted to yes. jump into. Is the three requirements for getting a patent we set already. Novelty. Second one, inventive step. So it should be non-obvious for people who are working in this field. That is something uh, normal to do that. So it should be some invention in that technical field. Yes. And the final is industrial application. Also very interesting uh, requirement that this invention should be actually can be used uh, on industrial scale. So and it's um, for this kind of uh, requirement, you can't get protection for their, uh, for the invention that are not useful. Yeah, I mean, industrial yeah. application, uh, it or does include cannot... commercial application. So, so it, we will yeah. jump into this in another episode because it sounds very easy, but it we can, can become... We can talk a lot about that. There's a lot of interesting yeah. cases, but for today, we talk only about Apple. Yes, exactly. So let's jump into the case. Um, this... Um, Case is really fun because it throws you back on time, sorry, in time, and you see the time they were presenting the first and original iPhone. And before this presentation in 2007, in January 2007, we had iPads. I iPod. iPods. You, you sorry, the, iPods the or later. Yes. iPods, yes, just for the music, the MP3. Yes. Music, little yeah. thing. Have you had it? I one? had one, pink oh, one. Yes. So cute. I bought it in New York when I went to the... Oh, yeah, oh, I was so happy about it. But we didn't have cell phones from yeah. Apple. That was the first one that they wanted to launch, right? Exactly, yeah. January. So, Elena, what do you have? Are you an, an, an Apple lover? You have an iPhone? Yes, or you have I have one? an iPhone myself, but I haven't had the very first version. So for me, it's actually very interesting to see all this. Yeah, you can go on YouTube and, and search for this presentation of Steve Jobs of the first iPhone. Well, actually, we'll put the link on yes. our website, yeah. ipovercoffee.com, because we don't want you to spend time looking Just on YouTube. Just you click directly. and you'll have... 
We'll put several parts. So we'll put the, the link to the whole presentation. It's really interesting because you can see Steve Jobs being Steve Jobs with his um, black um, outfit, how yeah, he yeah. presented. So if you want to learn how to present in public things, it's great. And the, the phone itself was really revolutionary those times. It was. They it presented was. so-called bounce-back user interface effect. What and you might ask, what is that bounce back user for, interface? For, for young listeners, you might not remember what is that. So you can also click on the link on our website to yeah. see. That was a really technology that Apple wanted to present yeah. that was never used by the competitors, at least for the, so at that time. For those who do not remember, before the iPhone was in the market, you had to do everything in a keyword in the phone, yep. in the mobile phone. You could not just touch and open with two fingers things, yeah, links, all the, all the moves. I think I think there was BlackBerry phone where you can. It looked yeah, like I had a, a BlackBerry. Small, yeah, it, it looked like a small computer, right? With yes. a very little keyboard. Yes. It was not really used. Oh no, you could become very fast. I was really an expert. <laughs> That's very scary. <laughs> so you could imagine how big effect of that of that presentation was in the world. Yeah, it was massive. And as this new revolutionary product uh, you want to commercialize worldwide, it was very important for Apple to obtain patent protection for this technology that was used yeah. in the product. And they filed more than 300 patents, I think, yes? I don't know the exact yeah. number, but it's really interesting to see because this was a revolution. The iPhone, the first generation iPhone was so different, so disruptive technology. They were very happy to share that. Steve Jobs really, uh, I, we could see the excitement and, yes. the, and they, he actually mentioned that, look, this iPhone is so amazing and boys, we patented it. Yeah, I really like <laughs> because there is a part and we'll put the exact link to this part when he's presenting the last the different features of this phone and how amazing that. And he says exactly these words. And boy, we have patented. So, but yes, and this is but the, this is the moment where we're going to into legal. Didn't yes. patent it. This was January two thousand seven, and the first U.S. patent for this invention, the bounce back user interface effect, was filed in December two thousand seventeen. Eleven months earlier, they disclosed to the world this invention. So what happens then? Yes, they, they filed patents applications to obtain this uh, protection officially in different countries, including in the US and uh, to the European Patent Office. And in Japan, in many yes, places. Everywhere. Yeah. So in uh, Europe, they particularly had this issue. <laughs> yes. So the thing is that, um, well, patent law is different as we said, per jurisdiction, and jurisdiction is country. And even if in the European Union, well, not, sorry, no, it's not the European Union-wide, is we have the European Patent Convention, and different countries, even those outside the European Union, 38 countries indeed, are uh, contracting parties or members of these European Patent. They are following specific rules. They, exactly. They, they follow yeah. specific rules, but still, when you get an European Patent, you get many different national patents. Yeah, there is no such thing as a European patent. Yes, you so, cannot get one for yeah. everything, like in trademark law. We don't have that yet. 
It's important to understand that the European Patent Office, that is actually located, that's central in The Hague, in the Netherlands, mm -hmm. they are acting as an uh, intermediary, as an administrative office, where you can file one application for patents, and then uh, they send uh, the applications to different national offices. They do more than just administration mm -hmm. work. They actually have examination. But it's interesting to understand that there's no one patent for all these 38 countries. It's, different, it's a bundle. They call it actually, and in the European Patent Office uh, website, you can read that they call it the bundle of patents. Many different uh, patents within one patent. So they got this European patent. And what happens next? Yes, perhaps you've heard about all this patent wars between Apple and the Apple's biggest competitor, Samsung. Especially Samsung, yeah. That all those times there were years and years in litigation in different uh, courts in different countries. Especially they were very active in Europe mm -hmm. because it was it, it was a big market, and that's why they were very litigious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Samsung uh, copied the technology of this bounce back technology of uh, of the phones six months after the launch of the first iPhone. So Apple was not happy about that. Samsung was Samsung also wanted to have some market shares. And of course, this is where the litigation started, the legal case. And here, this Steve Jobs presentation actually uh, was the central in the one of the cases. Yes. So in Germany, and Germany is a really is is a good jurisdiction for patent law. They do have a lot of patent cases and yeah, it's, it's a good country for patent law if you are interested in this field. Learn German. <laughs> um, uh, in Germany, there was an invalidation in court of this patent, the, yeah. the Apple patent for the bounce back user interface effect. And actually it was um, invalidated because Google's... Um, uh, console actually opposed the patent and the court agreed. And the recent Google, like the, the, the facts, the evidence that Google could give was a link, was the information of this conference. Yeah, yeah, that, that's very interesting. Invalidation of the patent means that the court says that the patent is not applicable in this, so you can't ask for the exclusivity for your invention in the specific country. Yeah. So when uh, someone opposes your patent, they wants to remove all the rights from you, uh, which was very successful for Google in this case. And um, they actually said this invention cannot be patented because they do not meet. It doesn't meet all the criteria for patents, and one of those is novelty. Novelty. They said it's not new. What? How? How was possible? It was new. It was new, but Steve Jobs, 11 months before the first filling of the patent, disclosed publicly in a conference in San Francisco. Which was recorded and then shared on YouTube. <laughs> yes. And even if it was not recorded and just the people who were there got to know it, you break the novelty there. You, yes. So it's very That's important. Very novelty important. is a very important requirement. And... You may think, Steve Jobs was a really clever man. Didn't he know when he said in January that this invention was not patented yet, that it was not, they didn't feel the application yet? I guess he knew. 
But the, here, so, so uh, we need to understand the difference with the United States jurisdiction, that in the U.S., actually, you still can get your patent. Exactly. That was Steve Jobs' mistake, because he probably thought... That, that the same rules apply in Europe exactly, and for that Germany. All the United States patent law has the same rules as other countries. Yeah, this rule is called so-called inventor's grace period. So you, in the US, you have one year after you disclose your invention in public to file the application. Yes, this disclosure... to get this protection. It's very important that this disclosure in the United States has to be done by the inventor. In this case... Yes, Steve Jobs. Otherwise, it's not new, right? Exactly. In this case, yes, Steve Jobs was the inventor because the inventor actually here is Apple and also Steve Jobs Mm -hmm. appears as part of the inventors. And uh, they have one year to fill the uh, patent application. Is it the same for other countries? Do they also have such period? Grace period is very interesting because it's not the same for the rest of the countries. Canada has a very similar uh, grace period of one year Mm -hmm. for the inventor. But for example, in many European uh, countries, you have a grace period of six months, but it's not with the same conditions. Yes, it's kind of exceptions when the invention is disclosed uh, in an abusive way, so inventor really didn't want to share, but it was shared anyway, or it was presented on international exhibition. So this not happening very uh, often. And um, so the basic rule here, please don't disclose your yes. invention until you get a patent. Yes, or that's the fi- really file, important. So file their, your patent application. Yes, so... When we were looking at this case, um, it's very important to understand that uh, the patent law uh, legislation is not the same in every country. Each uh, country has their own rules and you need to observe those rules if you want your patent to be successful in that country. And we were also looking into if other countries follow German's example of invalidating Mm -hmm. the patent because the novelty was actually not uh, sufficient. I mean, they did. Yes, yes. So the, the invention was not new yeah. because the, the disclosure of this information was done in 11 months. So within mm-hmm. the grace period of United States and Canada, that was correct because they have 12 months of all But then year. in other countries, you can't do But exactly. Already. Other countries have different grace periods and they don't have this option of grace period of disclosure by the inventor. So we were looking for more cases. And well, what did we find, Elena? Yeah, so as we mentioned that Euro- there is no such thing as European patent. Those are just a bundle of national patents in different countries within this convention. And this patent was also invalidated in Lithuania, for example. Austria. Austria. Uh, Latvia. A lot of countries. Slovakia. We do have a list that we will make available on the, on the notes of the podcast. That's, that, that's uh, just one patent uh, that was um, not really getting any protection in Europe but of course Apple has much more other patents for other technologies that are used in the products but that's a very interesting example again to see how important is for for inventors 
uh, to understand the basic rules of yes, patent protection. Exactly. And of course, you're excited to share something new uh, in the technological field about your product, but please consult your patent attorney or... Be always <laughs> cautious. Yes. So let's jump into the tips a little. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would like to, because this tip has been said over and over the episode, first tip is do not disclose your invention because your invention, if you want patent protection, needs to be new. If you have to disclose the invention, what do you do? Like imagine you are mm -hmm. working with uh, the manufacturer or you with someone, another mm -hmm. engineer that with helps other company you. Or exactly. Yeah. Someone else needs to know about in this invention, but you haven't had everything yet. What do you do then? Then, then you need to sign a so-called non-disclosure agreement. So it's kind of confidentiality agreement. Exactly. Where you you agree not to tell anyone else, uh, not to tell to the public, because their disclosure means the, the disclosure to the general public, where everyone can get access to that. If you're working with your partner, uh, please always follow these confidentiality rules and sign a specific agreement. And be cautious because, for example, if you are testing, a, let's say, a car, you need to test it in an environment that is private and is confidential. You can't go and test it in the city because everyone can see the car. Yes, so and you need and to post be... on YouTube and everyone will know. <laughs> well, if you post it on YouTube, you are done. Don't do that. <laughs> so be very careful when you are working on your invention to make it very confidential. It needs to be new at the time you are filling the patent application, filing the patent application. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And the last tip is to consider which countries are you going to use your invention on in. Yes, so either you want to commercialize the final product that your invention allows you to have a new product and uh, you want to commercialize that, or maybe what you want to do is get royalties from licensing your invention to other companies that may use it in their products. So licensing, in this case, what is it? Yes, it's basically allowing other persons, other companies to use your invention in exchange for a payment, which is called royalties. Exactly. So you don't need necessarily to use your uh, patent in commerce with your own product, but you can allow other third parties, other people, to use this uh, invention in commerce and pay you something, uh, their royalties, during the time you have protection. Pat yes. Very for important. For, this, <laughs> for the time when your patent is still in, um, valid, and that's usually 20 years after filing of an application, uh, they were there, you can enjoy your exclusive right. Exactly, because once the patent has expired, so means the time has been uh, used, so yes. the 20 years have passed, the they, patent yeah. is in public. They assume they already of, yeah. get enough uh, recognition, enough yes. um, commercialization of your product. After that, anyone can use it. Exactly. Uh, there are some exceptions for mm -hmm. in the pharmaceutical industry, but we will talk about that exactly. in a different episode. Exactly, because it's a bit more complicated. But just be aware that patents are not forever, and patents are protected in different countries according to different national law. 
So I think we have very good three tips. Don't disclose, use a non-disclosure agreement, and always be aware of where you want to patent. So you don't need to patent in all the countries, maybe. And with this, I think we can say we can finish the episode. Exactly. We will talk more about Apple cases. We have prepared for you some interesting cases about design patterns and then yes. this we will end about pharmaceutical products but this will be covered in the new episodes of our podcast thank you for being with us today thank you for listening thank you for listening to this episode we share our notes on our website ipovercoffee.com check it out if you want to learn more you can also find us on twitter facebook and instagram as ipovercoffee By the way, this podcast gives general information and cannot be considered as legal advice. Did you like this episode? Please subscribe and leave your feedback. We would love to hear from you. New episode next Monday.